what a special episode that was. Hi, I am I'm so Harriet, grateful. A mental health professional joining educator and sharing and with us storm breaks time, the podcast all about life. finding hope and maybe also so much knowledge after and experience which we can be uplifted by and learn from. Now you may have noticed I haven't been releasing episodes as regularly as I was before and it's not because I am any less dedicated to the cause, it's just because of, of life events taking over and having a, needing a bit more time for myself and my business. This week's episode is a very special episodes one, and although lots however, of the podcast I am guests still become be releasing friends episodes after it's just going to be at a slower pace than it has been Not before. many of them are my long-time friends. I really friends hope you've enjoyed what you've been listening today. Remember, you can get in touch so, with so Anton special. by looking at today's and show I'm recording notes it with or you can get in touch with me directly. It's really important for me to mention that we talk about in this episode just in case that is something which might be triggering for you. I just want to mention that before we start. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Dawn Breaks and I am so excited to welcome my very dear friend Anton who is joining me today. So welcome Anton. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's lovely to have you. How do we find you today? How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very good. So I currently live in Bangkok. So it's a huge change uh, compared to when we uh, met which yeah. was in, uh, in London. Yeah, long so time ago. So it's a huge change, but yeah, really exciting. I'm really excited, at, um, you know, being here. Good, good. That's yeah. nice to hear. <laughs> so Anton, you know a little bit about how the podcast works. And what I like to do is not give you a big introduction, but instead we'll get to that at the end so you can tell us a bit more about what you're doing now. But instead to let people meet you kind of where you're at in a bit more of a natural way. So I was wondering whether there is a time that you'd be happy to share with us when you felt particularly vulnerable or quite low in yourself. And and then maybe we can have a talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm obviously happy to share um, with you about this moment. But uh, before I do so, I just want to highlight the fact that whatever I went through, it has helped you know, to shape the person that I am today. Mm. Uh, and today I'm, you know, absolutely happy. Um, you know, I can't stop smiling and laughing. <laughs> and this is where, regardless of how deep or, you know, the pain that I might share with you, at the end of the day, I am here and happy. So, Aww. so yeah. Thank so, you for um, sharing that. So first of all, it's my own truth. It's my own experience. And mm. there are things that obviously might not be as, painful for in, in you know in, pe- in people's opinion or eyes mm. um in mine it was very uh hurtful and that's what I had to deal with of course and it's just a multiple situations that made it you know very tough it started for me in my eyes it started when I experienced a first time death okay. death of members of my family mm-hmm. um the first one was uh my cousin who was 16 and sorry. Uh, she drowned um so she wanted okay. to learn to swim but um mm. obviously they she went with some of her friends to a lake she oh, should have gone to you know a swimming pool okay and unfortunately she did not make it oh uh, she i'm so sorry to the shore um so that was very hard because two or three weeks before that I was in Vietnam and I was spending time with her and Mm. you know she was really the one that was looking after everybody Uh, I'm not just I'm not saying this because 
uh, she's gone. Mm. Uh, she was literally very thoughtful, very caring, and that that was very very tough to to handle. And because she was only sixteen, you're like, yeah. no, you know, mm. she has a life front of her still. Yeah. And then just three months later was the death of my grandmother, oh, um, okay. who I was uh, very close. And the reason why I was close is because I've always, for some reason, I guess when some some people, you know, when they know me, they know that I'm kind of, you know, an outsider, I'm kind of, you know, mm. odd at times. But she was the one to make me feel grounded, to make me feel mm. that I was belonging to a family. So okay. I still remember the moment where I was very proud to play, you know, the recorders and uh, a friend of mine, taught me to, to, to play the lambada mm-hmm. on the recorder and um, I wanted to play it to my family but no one really cared at that time or you know, mm. I was maybe just a bit too young and it was mm. oh that's a silly thing mm. and I still remember that my grandmother just stopped everyone there. she was like hang on everyone you know stop what you're doing I'm listening to my grandson oh. and I still remember that sentence because that was the first time that I for me I know it's not the first time but as far as I can remember, that was yeah, the first course. time that I felt um, that was belonging to well, somewhere. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, but unfortunately, yes. So when she passed, that was, yeah, very, very difficult for me mm. um, to handle. And mm. and then from, from then, I would say that I've been very, you know, aware of death. So yeah. unfortunately, knowing me, I've always been very sociable. I was actually very shy before, but now I, I was still talking to people. Mm. Um, but from then, every single year, I had at least at least one person in my, you know, like people around me that who passed away. Oh, so it was okay. just very, very difficult. You know, you 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 can decide obviously to to be heard to cry and all this and obviously that's natural to mm. go through that but like today I'm like okay I have to be strong because there are other people that might not be able to deal with this situation so I've always taken the the, the role of okay I'm going to be the one to absorb your pain absorb your energy absorb mm. the, your sadness but mm. obviously I was going through this as well yeah which um actually throws me to a few years ago where the, the mother of one of my uh, very good friends, you know, from, from when I was young, was like a mom to me. Uh, she always said that I was her first uh, son. And <laughs> I was living in the UK at that time. Mm-hmm. And I believe actually we were working together. That was it when we were working was, together? Yeah. Yes, because mm. that was a year where we had a French lesson and mm-hmm. uh, the French teacher just saw me, you know, like standing up and I just left mm-hmm. um because my friend just texted me saying you know there was a situation so I went back to France that time and I you know I was with everyone and that was the moment where I was looking at, at her and I saw that her chest was was stopped moving so I called the uh the the, the nurse to you know to say you know there's something going on mm. they obviously removed all of us out of the room and uh and then that's when the doctor thinking that I was part of the family came to talk to me and giving me the news oh, which gosh. I then had to give it to 
Okay, relay that. Her husband, and to give it to you know to my friends who were screaming so loud. Mm. Um, but at that time, mm. regardless of you know where my position was, because of you know thinking that I was part of their family, mm. I wasn't. So mm. you know the reality is I I wasn't. So I had to at that time to be strong and making sure that I was there for her, and mm. that was really really a top. Experience to kind of go through, and then you know the following day I had to go back to the UK because how can you ask for days off when it's not right? It's not your own your family, family. Mm-hmm. exactly. So mm-hmm. all of this was just you know things that you know you 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 learn to kind of keep and hold, and just trying to remain as strong as possible mm. um, for other people because. I guess in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's fine. You know what? I'm strong. I'm going to be able to do it. Yeah. But it's tough. But the reality. It's tough being ah, strong. Good mm-hmm. slap in the face. You're like, mm. no, you can't. Um, and I wasn't. So that's when I, I reached deep down where, yeah. you know, it was, it was something where you don't realize that you're not feeling well. You just realize that you are, you know, you're not well, but you can't yeah. pinpoint what it yeah. is yeah um everyone is telling you know asking you how you are and you're like yeah I'm fine but mm-hmm. they know that it's not true but you still don't realize that you're not telling the truth you're thinking okay I'm, I'm still strong and I'm fine you know I'm standing mm-hmm. up I'm, I'm alive and I'm going around but yeah. no and it was important and I think this is one of the key things that I have learned through all my experiences is the fact that it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to cry yes. it's okay to say you're not yeah. fine even yeah. though you think that you are just sit down and and stop doing anything just sit down and think I know that most of the time we're scared of our own thoughts because it can you know they can take us anywhere yeah um, they are scary sometimes but, mm. yeah but I I today I do believe that they are a blessing because it's just realizing that you know that's your reality check Mm. this is what you need to to be able to move on to grow to stand up this is how you can say okay i'm still strong and i will be able to to overcome anything but to be able to overcome things you have to go through i don't want to say the pain but you know challenges yeah and all of them all of them are building who you are and this is how you can only stand up you can't you can't keep on standing up and saying okay, I'm going to be able to deal with this. And then there's another challenge that's coming. You're like, yeah, that's fine. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, one by one, it becomes 10 and then 20 different challenges yeah. that you have to deal with. Yeah. And yeah. without realizing it, you, you know, you're sad as well. And you, you might experience depression or any other things that you mm-hmm. might not be able to name. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think I can really resonate with, so much of what you said there it was really really powerful and I also remember that time and I'm sorry that I didn't know you know to how much extent how difficult it was I do remember that time when you you went back to France and I think there's some really important things about what you said there about shared grief when you are grieving someone that you've been very very close to but you can't necessarily say they're a family member or they're directly related in the way that jobs work in this country and and careers work we Mm -hmm. don't have a lot of capacity for 
leave when people need a little bit of space for grieving and actually that's something Mm. that I feel needs to be a bit more fluid it needs to change a bit because we are impacted by people who've been in our life and there's there are so many people who we choose to be our family rather than who necessarily are our family Mm. and it's important that we have space for that too but it must have been so so difficult to to go through that and also those experience those losses so close together when you were young as well you know it has a huge impact on us and learning to be strong which sounds as though that it was the learning that you made is really really important but just like you said there we have to feel the feelings the way to feel better is through mm. it's not it's not running away from it but if mm. we do try and avoid the feelings then it gets bigger and bigger and just as you said there it then becomes not one issue you're dealing with but two or three or ten and we don't have an endless capacity for dealing with stuff you know when one thing hits after another after another we we are going to have a a break we're going to have a moment where we need to break down and we need to grieve Mm. or or feel whatever it is that's coming up for us yeah no exactly yeah that's, uh, that's exactly that and you know you know, also coming from a Vietnamese background, you don't share your feelings. That's right. not something that you talk about. In Vietnam, everyone goes through like so many challenges, things that you cannot imagine. Mm. So that's why even these, which can be seen as very, very tough, right. some of them are not seen as, as though in in Vietnam so you know growing up in this culture it's kind of like you don't even know what you are allowed to say that you're finding it tough or that you can allow yourself to be weak because Mm. it's just all about you know you need to keep the face on you need to make sure that you are showing to everyone that you're strong that you're not weak Mm -hmm. but what is the definition then of being strong or what Mm. is the definition of being weak because all these experiences that I went through, I thought that, of course, they made me stronger, but they made me stronger because I had to feel the pain. So I felt yes. weak at that time. I felt powerless. Yes. But some in Vietnam might be pointing the finger at me because they were like, oh, you were weak at that time. Mm. So it's just, you know, all these kind of different ways of living and cultures that you also need to take in consideration because you know even in the UK your family might be dealing with the situation that way but another another family will deal it in a different way yeah or multiple different ways so this is where you know it's very very like you can't just say this is a situation that is hard and -hmm. that's why I wanted to start with this is my own truth my own experience and I want of course I, I cannot say that what I felt or what I went through is the hardest thing ever because other people might not see it like that Mm. i'm not here to prove or to 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 say you know that i'm a victim or anything like this what i want to say is like it's absolutely okay to feel whatever you are feeling yes whether you are you know right now you might be sad and there might not be any reasons for anyone who's around you but you are feeling sad Mm -hmm. and that's fine that's Mm. normal but the only thing that i have I want to always, always point out is ask for help, ask yeah. for somebody to be there, you know, just to listen to you. And if you don't want to talk, don't speak, but just have the presence of somebody. You cannot I say it on your own all the time. Of course, 
have some time alone to mm. reflect, to think, to to dare to deal with your thoughts. Yeah. But when you can't handle them anymore, ask for somebody yeah. to be here. Yeah. Whether it is, you know, somebody that you care about, your friends, your family, that could be, you know, a specialist. There's mm. no shame in, you know, deciding to have somebody to accompany you to make sure that you're feeling better. Mm. Because at the end of the day, that's also something that I want to highlight is if your nature is about making sure that you're showing to people that you are a happy person and that you're strong, it's because deep down you want to exude that happiness and you want to shine that happiness to around your life. Mm. But if you're unhappy, you can't shine anymore. So those That's people it. that can help, whether they are your friends or the specialists or anyone else, they are here just to help you to still help other people mm. and just to kind of bring that smile on your face because even the smile can help anyone. It's so, so true. Oh, I love that, Anton. <laughs> I love that so much. And I also really love what you said about asking someone to just be there, even if you don't have the words, because that's so important to have people around you that can do that with you for you and and you know be there but I know you've been that friend to me at times where you just I just need someone there and it's so important to have those people in your life who can who can just show up when you need them to show up and you don't have to explain why and we also yeah there's so much important powerful stuff in what you're saying there and and I also I'm really glad that you brought up about you know, culture and families being being very, very different in the way that they express themselves and, and all of those are valid ways of expressing their experiences, but they can be really challenging. And for you, you have this, you know, you've had this extra cultural layer of it not being, I don't know what's the right way to describe it, not being okay to show that weakness or not being, not being room for it, it's, maybe. It, it's not common it's not common okay yeah yeah Yeah. and so then there's this extra barrier to you being able to be vulnerable or what it means to be vulnerable and experience that vulnerability and be okay with it you know that extra challenge that hurdle for you and then it's still so so important you know so much of what we feel can really eat us up, damage us if we don't allow it room to breathe and allow it room to be there and, and express itself. And and it can be really, really hard when we we feel that extra pressure from, from families or culturally or socially or f- from gender, so many different places mm. about how vulnerable is too vulnerable, how much is too much, you know, all of those those expressions. But Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I feel like it was really, really so much important stuff in there. So, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. It's just a lot of different experiences that I went through that I cannot, I cannot pinpoint, nor I want to say that I was feeling down, you know, all my life. It's not mm. that, but it's just, I, I can always remember the, the, the times where I was feeling down, but it was not because there was just one thing that happened. It was just the accumulation of lots of different situations that made yeah. it, you know, very tough. Yeah. And um, when you mentioned, and this is where it's odd because you you mentioned about, you know, again the culture and all this, and I know I mentioned it before, but I was so focused on this that you know it just reminded me of another thing that I had mm-hmm. to go through that is not 
I mean, it is actually common and we hear it quite often, but I'm Vietnamese, but I was born in France and mm-hmm. then I lived in the UK and now I live just a little bit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, the wind uh, takes you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, what was hard until I was, oh, God, I was actually uh, 29. Yes, I was 29. That took okay. that long okay. for me to kind of actually realize <laughs> uh, something that I was struggling with all my life, which was, what is my identity? You know, mm. people keep on asking the question, where are you from? Um, right. Where do I live? Where am I from? Like, you know, my background mm. and all this, because obviously somebody see if somebody sees me they're like okay you're asian yeah but was born in france so i'm french Mm -hmm, Uh, but mm -hmm. then i go to vietnam i should be you know an asian but no there i'm a french Mm. person so you're like all right so they keep on like throwing me back and forth so i'm like okay what am i where do i I belong Mm. exactly and this is why it goes with you know what my grandma taught me because it was just something that was very very difficult for me to really really pinpoint where I was from and I, I want to say what I was because mm-hmm. I, I just felt like an outsider so by having so many people saying to me what I was or where mm-hmm. I was from I'm like but no that didn't that didn't sound correct to me you know saying to me that I was French or saying to me that I was Vietnamese and then when I lived in the UK oh no so you're British I'm like no (laughs) (laughs) so like don't add another one don't (laughs) add a third one like I really struggle with two (laughs) right that's huge So, so yeah and um it was you know obviously or horrible events in the world with what happened in France with the shooting of course and I was mm. in Vietnam at that time and I just remembered at that time how I know everyone didn't want to be in France at that time because of what was going on but yeah the only thing that I felt was I wanted to take you know the first plane to go back and to be right, with, to go home not just with my family but mm. just with the home in my country with mm-hmm. everyone who's grieving mm-hmm. um and that's when I realized that I'm French and yeah. you know I am proud of being a French person mm-hmm. without ho 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 moaning <laughs> and all of this uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean there's there are positive and negative sides of it but yeah, I'm proud course. to be you know to say that I'm French today I, I know and I'm I'm not actually you know turning my back into you know to my Asian roots no, I'm still a very not. very proud Vietnamese mm. person but mm. if anyone asks me where I'm from I'm French yeah now you don't believe it that's on you that's not on me <laughs> I know that's who true. I am now <laughs> that's it and it doesn't actually yeah, that, at that point it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks it matters what you believe ex- yeah in your heart but this is where yeah but this is where I realize you know the look of people you know I'm French now so yeah why are you looking at me like that because mm-hmm. I know you can ask oh okay I, I thought that you might you know have Asian background or anything like that fine yeah <laughs> but yeah. just looking at me with a I don't know curious don't quizzical know expression the, mm. yeah are you telling mm-hmm. me the truth right so so yeah so that that I mean I, I can laugh about it now but that was really really something that I struggled heavily with 
And I think, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, you in flow, but I just was thinking how many people must, there must be millions and millions of people that have yeah. dual, multiple nationalities and different heritage, ethnicity, background, and and also people who, who don't, but have different influences, you know, that they have different elements mm. to who they are that, that might be in competition with each other. You know, we have all these different parts of our identity and and who are we? Are we all the parts? Are we just this part today? You know, which hat have you got on mm. today? And and that's such a complex, it's such a complex thing. And then when you add in these sort of extra elements like competing cultural background, it, it can be really, really challenging. And I can imagine finding that sense of self and what you really deeply feel and believe in yourself is so powerful and important, such an important piece mm. of emotional work if that if I can even call it that yeah. emotional piece yeah. of the puzzle that seems so so important but I'm I mm. you know I can't empathize with the with the dual nationality or the different backgrounds I you know my background I'm British I'm from the UK I'm sure there's some other elements of, of <laughs> from in there I'm sure but I yeah 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 <laughs> but I don't I don't know any more than that but I can really really hear what you're saying about how challenging that must be about finding who you are and where you feel that you belong and you fit and I and it brings us right back to that beautiful story that you shared about your your grandma and I'm feeling mm. like you were this is where you belong and you were really listened mm. to and heard maybe for the maybe for the first time or it felt like the first yeah. time which is really yeah. really powerful exactly. so so yeah it was just you know a series of events and I don't know if I need to carry on with all the different events or not. No, that's, that's absolutely fine. If that's yeah, no, 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 of course not. I feel like that's been a really beautiful story that you've shared. I think no, I think what the point of what you're saying here is that you the the low points are when the multiple things stack up together, isn't it? And it's about yeah. when you hit those moments of holding too much for yourself and other people. And mm. that's when it becomes unbearable. You get that emotional overflow and that's when the, yeah. the sort of really difficult moments happen. I wonder if there are any particular tools or strategies or anything that's really helped you during those times that have really supported you to begin to feel better. Like, I wonder if there are specific things that you lean on or have leaned on. I mean, first of all, I would also, I would like to add the fact that Living in the UK has been so, so, I mean, such a blessing for me because that's when I realised different ways of thinking and different ways of dealing with situations that, you know, whether in, in Vietnam or in France, um, we are not doing it. I mean, okay. as you know, French people are very famous to moan all the time and to be very <laughs> critical, uh, to criticise everything. Vietnamese people, we are very proud. We don't want to show any weaknesses. We don't want to, you know, show to people that we, we we don't want to ask for help because no, we're strong and we're capable of doing okay. it. And when I arrived in the UK, so I did not know anyone. It was a bit like create my own personality, or you know, mm -hmm. um, you can start again, <laughs> reinvent. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I didn't have to. What I realized is. So as you know, I went into the teaching. It wasn't meant to, but I just ended up there. 
and um, you know all the different strategies that we are using with the kids for them to feel comfortable enough to talk to us or feel comfortable enough to make mistakes and not be ashamed of of those so positive thinking and you know uh, positive reinforcement all those strategies that we're using for the kids those are yes we're saying we use for the kids but I actually use them for me because right. I guess even though I felt that I was becoming mature because I had to deal with everything mm. um, I, I realized that because I was dealing with all of these you know such a young age I don't feel that I have been able to enjoy kind of like my childhood and I, I wasn't taught what I was thinking was okay or you know mm. all the silly things that people may think even today that oh Anton yeah he can be childish but you know what I'm proud of it because yeah. those are the moments where I am you know seeing life in a different way mm, and I this is that. you know something that I want everyone to really really try to do is I know how difficult things can be or how you can think that this situation is you know way too difficult to handle but even in in those dark moments there's always light there's always a moment that you know you can smile you can laugh about just to remember that it's not all dark around you it's you know that it's I just want to say it depends on how you want to see life if you want to mm. see with all the difficult things in your life that's fine you know you're allowed to mm. but my strategy will be to say look the other way look at the yeah. bright side of it yeah. um, because it's so easy it's so easy to to bring us down Yes. Um, actually, even all the work that we can do to be, you know, happy and all this one little thing yeah. can bring you down. It's so true. And I, I and, and and that's I don't want to say that's fine, but that's what I'm saying. It's not easy, but mm. every single day, that's what I want to try to do is to remain positive, to be helpful, to to look at the situation, to say, okay, you know what, that's fine. Mm. I don't need to. I'm somebody that can, you know, that is fiery, but I had to learn so hard to, you know what, that's fine. That's their choice. That's mm -hmm. not me. That's not defining me. No. What I want to be defined now is the, the fact that I just want to be happy. I just want everyone around me to be happy. I want to help as many people as I can. And that's it. And the only way that I have managed to do this is by just, thinking okay this is difficult but mm -hmm. look there might be a reason why it's happening I'm going to look the other way okay what could be the consequence or not the consequence but what could be the happy ending to that mm -hmm. you know this is yes it might sound that like it's going to be tough it will be tough for, for a period of time but eventually you are going to understand why you had to go through this and why going through this is going to help you for the next situation where you will be like hey I can deal with that and I'll <laughs> so be strong true. enough that to so help true. other people too. That is so true. No, I mean, I know it sounds kind of easy to say this, but I, I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. I mean, you didn't end up in my class for, for, for nothing. It's like true. A few years later, look, we're still you know, know, here true. around. And yeah. 
yeah and this is why I'm like you know there were lots of difficult times you know that you were here for me vice versa mm, there were things that you know we didn't need to say anything it was just about okay let's go through the situation together mm-hmm. and we'll just come out together I still remember one sentence that I said to you and I hope you don't mind me saying no it. um but it was well actually it was maybe I shouldn't have said it but I still <laughs> said it um which was when you when you started um you know your teaching program I think I know training. I think I know what this is gonna be yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is this is where you know that's the French side but at the same time the British one trying mm-hmm. to lift it up after mm-hmm. but it was like you know what it's going to be tough you might have a breakdown you might you know not feel well but guess what I'll be here to make sure that you stand up again and that you'll be able to do to, to do yeah. whatever you need to do yes and I know maybe at that time was a bit too precautious in the sense <laughs> that you haven't gone through everything but for me, it was kind of to preempt the, the, the fact that you might feel that it's not going to be fine. Now, yeah. the greatest thing is if you don't feel that it was not going to be fine, then that's great. Mm. But had you felt it, mm-hmm. then maybe, you know, at that time you would have had the sentence in your mind where I said to you, hey, I'll be there. Yes. I'll be yeah. making sure that you're standing up again. And this is what, you know, the only strategy is like the more you say these kind of things to people, regardless that at that time I was going through lots of different things Mm. but because I said it to you I'm like okay you know what this is a positive thing for me Mm. I'm going to be helping you I'm going to be helping whoever that is around is going to help me as well just to see things in a positive way and that just helped me to focus on this rather than focusing on you know whatever that was happening that year yeah Um, Yes. You know, for me. Yes. And this is what I would say to people that even if it is hard and sometimes you might not believe it when you say it, but just, you know, bring that smile to people. Just say those nice things. That reminds me as well, you know, I, I went back to, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going literally everywhere. Um, <laughs> that's that's how my brain is. But like, over the, the the I went back to France in in August, and um, I still remember the fact that I was meeting for the first time one of the best friends of my best friends. Okay, and um, they were telling me, you know, like so many good things about that person. And when I met her, we spent time together. We obviously uh, enjoyed each other's company. And at the end, I still remember where I looked at her and I was like, you know what? That I'm so glad that I've met you because you clearly are bringing s- such happiness in my friend's life. And, and I understand why you are here because I, I've been so enlightened with, you know, your presence here. Mm-hmm. And she started crying, like literally started crying oh. straight away. And she was like, are you trying to make me cry? Or what? Oh, wow. like, no, no. Like, and and this is what this is when I realized, you know, it's so easy to say to people, why did you do this? Oh, this is not great. Mm-hmm. When can we say to people, oh my gosh, thank you for you know thinking of me for this. Thank you for the invite. Thank mm-hmm. you for just calling me. Thank you for you know saying hi to me, and just being positive and complimenting them. Just saying you know how appreciative you are of them at that time. 
So those little sentences, I, I felt that, well, clearly it was so, they, they were so powerful for her yeah. because she cried immediately and I was like, <laughs> oh. So right. I thought that was nice what I said, but <laughs> but but that's what I'm, I'm trying to say. You know, you asked me about the strategies. Yeah, it's I just, did. It's a, it's a continuous work that you have to do. Mm. And I don't want to say work because it sounds like it's tedious. And hard, but, but know, actually, yeah, it doesn't have to be is what you're saying. It's just something that we just have to embrace and just to say, okay, that's going to make you happy. That's going to make also other people happy. Mm. And there's nothing more beautiful than that. I mean, I mean, oh, I don't want to sound like a, I don't want to sound like a, you know, extreme, but we haven't asked to be on this earth we happen to be here and i want to be remembered not just because i'm a french person that always criticizes everything but more <laughs> because you know i'm somebody that has decided to live my life the way that i wanted um, without without hurting or impacting negatively on people's life and just doing whatever i can do to be happy and I want to say because I'm saying this I know lots of people are going to think oh yeah but it's easy to say it's easy to say okay you're going to do whatever you want to I'm just going to say one thing I arrived in the UK with minus 1000 euros in my account and just 200 euros in my pocket okay so no I was struggling I could not speak English when I arrived when you want something when you reach rock bottom mm -hmm. you're ready to do anything and you can do it you can always always do you know what you feel that is right for you to do to oh, Anton, <laughs> that's so inspiring it's so inspiring and there's some really important points that I wanted to pick up on there because Firstly, I'm going to go back to what you said to me when I was doing my teacher training and you said to me about, um, <laughs> you said to me about, you might have a breakdown this year, but I'm going to be here. And what you did by saying that is you gave me permission to feel it. You gave me permission to find it really hard and it's okay and it will be really hard, but that's how we all feel. Like you're not on your own. You're not the person who can't do this. You know, you're not the person who's who's going to really struggle. It's difficult for everybody. And I think that's a really powerful thing to give people permission to find things challenging. And then if they don't, then great. Absolutely brilliant. But you've given someone yeah. the room to feed it. That was one point that I did. I wanted to return to because it was really, really powerful. And I will never, ever forget that. I will never forget <laughs> that, um, that conversation with you. And... And the other thing that it seems to me that you're you're talking about in lots of different ways of saying it, but I think what you're saying is that switch in perspective, isn't it? That perspective change of you can either look at how difficult things are for you. And don't get me wrong, I've done that before. Absolutely. And sometimes it can be the most tempting thing to do where you're having a hard time to get back into that negative pattern of thinking of, mm. oh, why does it always happen to me? It's always so difficult. I would never have it, you know, easy, da, 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 whatever it might be that we think. But there's something about changing, flipping that perspective, changing that perspective about like, what can I do? What do I feel good about? What is good in this situation? And also the other element was about giving back, giving to other people. And I think that's a really powerful one. And, and it's not something that anyone's directly mentioned in the podcast, in all of the podcast episodes, but it's a sort of undercurrent that has a thread that has there's been all the way through 
of supporting other people in your darkest times in when things are really difficult if you're able to do something tiny for someone else it lifts you as well you know by giving you give to yourself too by supporting or helping you then feel that it's worth you being here it's worth you being on the planet and sticking around Mm. because you have changed someone else's day to day just by giving them a smile or whatever it might be like just like you were talking about and I really love that because if you can't do anything else, do something nice for someone just because, yeah. you know, you then feel a bit better and, and they they then get a positive outcome, all of which is I mean, is good, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, the, the, this is where, you know, when you say switch your perspective, you know, how easy for us to, you know, give advice to your mm. friends and you know making sure that they are all happy and all this but guess what all these advice we can take them as well for, mm. for ourselves but we never so listen often. to ourselves <laughs> we, <laughs> so true. Like, we, it's so easy to say to some you know to, to your friends you know you should yeah, do yeah, this yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. And then when you have to do it you're like nah. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. but yes yeah. uh, important to remember that whatever you're saying is actually true and meaningful mm-hmm. and important mm. and it's not being arrogant to say this because as little as even not talking but just by smiling when you smile at somebody uh you know already you're impacting positively in their lives yeah and i'm like you know some i'm gonna sound really crazy here but you know <laughs> what what no but i'm i, I haven't done this actually but I'm just wondering you know or why would we be ashamed if you know in the morning we're looking at ourselves in the mirror and we're smiling ourselves and we're like Mm. you know what yes we're here it's good you know we can be happy yeah yeah. and you don't need to talk but just smile you're like okay at least I have one person who's smiling and that's me and that's so important because like I said earlier if you are happy, then you can make other people happy. If you're sad, mm. you can't do anything. Mm. So, mm. so it's yeah. a really powerful one. I think you're right. And it also starts with us. I love what you said about the advice there, because sometimes we give out advice that actually we need. We need. We need that yeah, advice need so them. often, so, so often. Yeah. I, I find myself giving advice that I'm like, oh, that's what I need to be doing. Um, but also that that being able to again it's like it's sort of changing your position I suppose that if you can't can't figure out what to do at a specific time is I always think well what would I what would I tell my close friend what would I tell someone who I love what would how would I support that person and then do that for myself because that's the least that we deserve to do that for ourselves like why is it so difficult to support us as kindly as we would support other people I, I love your word here that we deserve. Mm-hmm. We also deserve, you know, to, to feel good. We yes. deserve to, now I'm going to go back to being extreme, but we, we deserve to forgive ourselves, you know, yes. like the, those moments where we, we are so harsh on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Okay, you, you, you want to have to show that you have high expectations of you and that's fine. But at times, if you don't reach it, that's fine too. And yeah. forgive yourself, you know, for having those high expectations. Mm-hmm. Don't forgive yourself because you couldn't do it. No, no. it's because you set the bar so high yeah. that was making, well, that was kind of making you go to the direction of 
failure and that's mm-hmm. and that's where you should realize you shouldn't have done this to yourself you wouldn't do this as a teacher to kids no. you're not going to do something for them to fail it's an impossible you want task them to be able to reach mm-hmm. it exactly mm-hmm. step by step for them to reach the the highest you know level of activities or you know knowledge yeah same thing for us right what, why do we need just to say okay we need to reach them well no let's be realistic as well yes okay just don't go set by ourselves step an impossible step. task yes exactly <laughs> yes. do the first one you're happy you know like the to-do list mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I'm laughing sometimes when I say this to my friends but when I do my to-do list in the morning at school I also write down go to the bathroom because <laughs> I work so much that I forget but I can fully fully the, imagine the, the, that the good, yeah <laughs> exactly but the but the thing the the positive outcome of that silly thing that I'm doing is like I've been able to cross it off yeah. because the moment that when you have the to-do list and you cross everything you're like yes so put those little tasks in even mm-hmm. though you think oh yeah it's going to be easy you know like send an email for this mm-hmm. you know get your your book somewhere I don't know but those little tasks just to make sure that you feel successful Successful. yeah yeah and then you can reach the other bits because the moment that you 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 ask for yourself like to do the highest bit and you're like even yourself you're not motivated you're like right right if you have a (laughs) to-do list that is full of stuff that's really hard to do you immediately feel like you failed before you've even started the day don't you that's so so true like we need that positive reinforcement just like children need it and we deserve just like you said we deserve that reassurance that encouragement that well done you know we've done it like and we need those little ticks you know whatever it is the ticks in the box however it works for you Mm. and this is why I wanted to say originally that this is very very British you know just to say well done just to say you know oh you've been able to do this and all that in France you wouldn't hear this in in Vietnam no way but (laughs) okay but but you see, again, and I think this is, again, something that people are forgetting that whatever you do, you know, in your life, whatever you decide to do to make sure that you manage to do something, to, com- to accomplish something. So here, the to-do list. Mm-hmm. Why not using a to-do list when you're feeling down and you know you're feeling down? What can you do, you know, as silly as, okay, this morning I'm going to get up, done, you know, mm, I, can, I can cross now. I'm going to get dressed. I can, you know, tick. yeah, yes. getting dressed. All these kind of little things just to kind of make you also feel when you're feeling so down that I'm still successful with the little yeah. things that I, I'm doing I right now. I can do now. this. I can function. And mm-hmm. that's it. Exactly. Mm. And this is, you know, just just transfer all the different strategies that you know to make sure that you are happy. And I love that. I think this is what we forget because this is as simple as something that we have to do for work, which is yeah. sometimes negative because you yeah. like, don't really want to think about work. Yeah. But actually, you know what? Uh, it's teaching us, you know, good things that we can transfer to our lives to mm-hmm. make sure that we are happy. Yeah. So no, but it's like, for example, you know, we are making all these efforts, you know, for work. For example, as a waiter, as a teacher, or, you know, regardless of the job that you're doing, you always, because you have to deal with other people, you need to make sure that you are smiling, that you are, you know, welcoming, all these kind of traits that makes people happy when they come, you know, Mm -hmm. as a customer, you want to see somebody welcoming you. Yeah. 
Again, all these, you are capable of doing it for work. But I want to question everyone, and that's something that I keep in my mind all the time, is are we on earth so that we can work? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. If anyone is thinking that way, I'm like, no, you're here because you want to do something that's going to be meaningful, uh-huh. regardless of how big that is. That could be something for your life. That could be something for you know the world if you want to. If you have the power to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said earlier, I don't want anyone to remember, oh, Anton is working really hard or well. No, I want to be remembered because I did everything to make sure that I was happy yeah. in my life. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of what it looks like, that's my happiness. Yes. Your happiness is not necessarily my happiness, but my happiness is not yours either. Mm. So, but at the end of the day, the core uh, situation is because I'm happy, I know, and this is not me being arrogant, is me, I know that I'm exuding that happiness, yeah, that I energy. am going to be happy and my energy mm-hmm. is like this and that's yeah. it. And anybody who knows my you, energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyone, yeah, but anyone who knows you knows how infectious your good energy is. It's so, so true. You know, infectious in the best possible way that you are such a positive, bubbly, kind, kind-hearted, open-hearted person. And it just, it, it kind of shines out of you. And it's something that makes you so so special as you are you know and that's and that's it it's about choosing to tap into that and I love what you said there I fully fully agree that I want to get to the end of my life and be like wow like that was so good like I did all the things that I wanted to do and I did the stuff that was really scary and I have so much to thank you for for you know stepping outside my comfort zone that's so much of the stuff that I teach now you know is that that emotional awareness of stepping outside of your comfort zone because that's where all of the really good stuff is is just outside your comfort zone and we've got you know we can just sit and plod along and work and and have a a time that feels very mediocre and doesn't feel very good or we can make it the best possible experience it can be and that's our decision it's our choice isn't it we can choose and Mm -hmm. and with all of this this is again what i want to remind is it's not because I've always been like that. I've never mm-hmm. been like this. I was somebody that was very pessimistic when I was younger. So when we talked about switching perspective, that is key to me. It's just, and that's why I, you know, I, I, you asked me to write a little blurb, and that's why I said I wish, you know, everyone could just for one second, you know, see through my eyes. Because yes, there are so many dark moments and dark things. If, there, if anyone was in my mind, they would be like, oh my gosh, I can't deal with it. <laughs> but <Yeah>. but <laughs> deciding to look at positive situations and, you know, what this can bring to you and this, what can bring to other people as well. Mm. That's just what I want to look at. Mm-hmm. I know there will always be, and this is why I, I really, really want to, to, to highlight this again. I was very unhappy and I can say it. I was very unhappy. I was very hurt. I went through things that I haven't even mentioned Mm -hmm. uh, tonight. But today I've decided to be happy. And that's the only thing that I want. 
that's my choice. You said the word choice earlier, and that's what I want to use today and every day. It's my choice, my decision to be happy. That's my decision to, to use any strategies that I can to make sure that step by step, I am successful and I'm going to be shining for me first. And love, then I love. will be, you know, helping anyone else that I can. Yes. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And it's just, it's perfect. I think that's just such a beautiful message to share with people that it's your choice and just decide the ripple effect that you want to have and, and, and begin however you can, however small the step is or the to-do list, whatever it is, um, just begin. Yeah. I love, love that. Thank you so, so much. I feel like this has been such an amazing episode. Anton, tell for anyone who's listening and they want to know a little bit about you and what you do now, give us a really brief sort of rundown of, of what it is that you do so that people know. So uh, today I am a teacher at a French school in Bangkok. So I used to live in the UK. So I lived for, I lived there for 10 years in London, also as an English teacher. Yeah. Um, and uh, I... I also I also was a fitness instructor in the UK uh, because I'm such a big fan of sports. I love <laughs> sports. That's something you know that makes me happy. Um, which, by the way, also helps everyone to be happy. Mm. Do sports. I know yeah. it's something that you struggle <laughs> yeah. just yes, to get up it. and you're like, oh, <laughs> why would I want to suffer and hurt myself? But at the end, you feel so happy um, <laughs> and so content. So yeah, and um, I've been living here for three years just because I wanted to enjoy my life, actually. Um, mm. That was my decision to leave uh, the UK. I love the UK, don't get me wrong, but we know how you know work can become very overwhelming and mm-hmm. you know that can take a, a big part uh, in your life. And um, I think... I reached, you know, the, 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 the moment where I was like, that's not what I want to say yeah. that I'm doing, you know, yeah. every day in my life. Oh, what have you done in London? Yeah, I've been working. working. No. So, <laughs> yes. so that's right. why I actually decided to come to Bangkok, not knowing the, uh, the country. I've never, I've never come to Thailand before. Um, there That's was an incredible. I decided, yeah, I, I did not know that when would... you moved. That oh, you did incredible. not know. <laughs> I did not know, but that is so you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, that is I so Anton. Like, oh, you're trying to. That sounds good. Let's try. <laughs> I love it. Let's give it a go. We'll see. Um, and um, and yeah, and, and and it's just that the, the quality of life here is is really really brilliant mm-hmm. um, not to say that everyone will enjoy it here but it's mm. just uh, for me my work-life balance is absolutely on point I would say that I actually have more time now for my life than working and that's I know it's incredible really crazy no 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 but, that's the dream uh, um, that is the dream but yeah but that is yeah that is exactly you said it that's the truth that is exactly what I, I I wanted and that's why yeah, I, that's why I just have my smile on. You know, Perfect. Every oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you, Anton. And if anyone feels like, oh, I really resonated with this and they want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? 
the best way would be uh, on Instagram. I'm quite active on it. So don't hesitate to add me or just to send me a message um, or whatever. I'll be more than happy, obviously, to respond. Uh, so DV underscore Anton, A-N-T-O-N. So don't hesitate to add me if you want to. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> and then so, you'll so see much. how crazy my life can be. Too. <laughs> so true and all of that information will be in the show notes for today so if you want to connect with Anton you absolutely can it's been an absolute joy and pleasure and even just to spend the time with you you know I love you so much so thank you so much for joining me and um it was my pleasure thank you for asking um and allowing me to share my my bit of story my pleasure (laughs) thank you Anton what a special episode that was. I am so grateful to Anton for joining me and sharing with us a vulnerable time or some vulnerable times in his life. Anton has so much knowledge and experience which we can be uplifted by and learn from. Now you may have noticed I haven't been releasing episodes as regularly as I was before and it's not because I am any less dedicated to the cause, it's just because of, of life events taking over and having a needing a bit more time for myself and my business and a break from recording episodes and editing. However, I am going to still be releasing episodes. It's just going to be at a slower pace than it has been before. I really hope you've enjoyed what you've been listening today. Remember, you can get in touch with Anton by looking at today's show notes or you can get in touch with me directly via the website at www.